forever. Dog. Why I thought King Richard was based on a book. Yo, the screening I went to, they had a screening that morning, and Will was there. Oh wow! I couldn't go to any of the screenings that Will was was at. I, I was at. I saw one with him. Oh, you went to oh, one of the screenings. Did? He was there. How was he? Uh, he was cool. He was cool. I'd be nervous to meet him. So, how much do you guys follow tennis? Or, bro, I used I mean? to play, baby. Oh I wow! Really. I used to, my mom, my mom had every type of activity to keep me off the streets. <laughs> and tennis yeah. was the one that lasted the longest. I did not like it, but I, I played for like five or six years, maybe more, but it was, wow. I used to get made. It was not, Serena and them were not out yet. It was not cool. It was not cool. We had to go every Saturday and Sunday. I hated it. Uh, I didn't even like being semi good in it because people would make fun of you. It was like. Oh, Draja said semi-good. That means he was actually Oh, no, no, don't get it. it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. The boy had a backhand and a serve, okay? Don't get it twisted. The backhand was hard. Whenever you, you, you semi-good, you're like, semi okay, good. all right. All right you, was semi good. you was out there. Semi-good. When semi you say semi, you was out. Couldn't nobody, couldn't nobody touch you. Nah, nah, man. It was like you used to get made fun of, dude. Because like you would go in a sport, and it was a sport that was like predominantly white, and you had to go to this place they called the bubble, which is a giant, like... It was a bubble. It was like this giant tennis area that had like 20 some tennis courts and they would have practices. They would have like little, little matches. And like, you would probably be like one of the only black kids there. And then to get there, you had to drive through like kind of this black neighborhood. I don't know, man. It just never felt cool. I didn't feel cool on any type. I didn't feel cool. I was like a black dude. I didn't feel good walking around my neighborhood with the tennis racket. It just, I was too much in my head. I should have, should have listened to my mama though. You know, I should listen to her. She was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what would have happened if you listened to her? I mean, I don't know, man. Would I would have took it a... serious. I don't know. I was like, do you think that you could have played professional tennis? I mean, I think like, listen, okay, my man. How many black dudes you seen in tennis? I'd have been out here. If the only thing is, I would have been worried about. I think I wasn't an asshole, but I was definitely cocky. So I always think about that one angry tennis player, and I'm like, I don't think I could have ever been angry because I'm black. Yeah, because you can never be an angry black person yeah. like that. But um. I would have been mad cocky and probably super average. Like, super average. Nah, because you, you, <laughs> you are, there's nobody who's as good as underplaying themselves as you. And you just said you were semi good. That is making, the, the images I have of you playing tennis right now. <laughs> Like Dumb average. there is, because, because, oh, oh yeah, I was, I was semi good. Okay. All right. Yeah, man, just semi, man. <laughs> just semi good, man. Listen. <laughs> like, I know we find out this dude was incredible. Nah, oh, this good. dude was just good. like he's out here crushing it. Nah, nah, man, nah, man, nah, man. Don't even say that. Mom would be so mad. Be like, you wasted it. You wasted the lesson. Yeah, don't let your, your mom see this you movie. Wasted the talent. Don't you know who you could have been, Gerard? <laughs> you could have been it. the king, Richard. Try where did that glass go? <laughs> For the listener, Gerard just all of a sudden took out a wine glass of orange juice. Yeah, and it's clearly it. a mimosa. He pulled a mimosa. I mean, it was my off man screen. He was pulled- like, actually, I am King Richard, and he sipped a mimosa. Honestly, this has been sitting up here 
for hours and I've been trying to figure out how to bring it in. And I knew Bray, I knew Bray was, I knew it was coming, man. Cause Bray was acting too interested in what was happening in my life. And I was like, something's coming. Wait, wait, no. I was like, no, let me hold it. And I've been holding this glass. Man. We, who knows what you could have been cave. You know what I mean? Could have been at the top, baby. You know what I mean? The Presidente. The King Richard. Wow. No, I don't like. I don't like that the bit is now. <laughs> Bray says King Richard, and then Jarrah casually sips some. No, man, what are you talking about? My friend is just powering me up, and I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm thirsty baby. at the same time. That's all. Come on. Everyone bro. also needs to understand that the mimosa is fully <laughs> hidden, and so every time Jarrah <laughs> sips it, it appears. <laughs> it appears on screen. Come on, man. All right. Well, Bray did the transition, so we should. Probably right. <laughs> well, why'd you get disappointed? <laughs> you just got so guilty. <laughs> Let's start this thing. Some might say I'm the King Richard. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought I was the King Richard. Transitions. Okay. Anyway, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Yeah, I want to thank y'all for taking off y'all hoods before y'all walked in here. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that line was hilarious, dog. I can't believe it. Oh my God, that got me. Yo, when he said it, I was like, wait, what? I was like, this dad is reckless, dog. This dad is reckless. The first that made agents. me like him so much. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were so uncomfortable when he said it. He was like, it's a joke. And they were like, uh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. That thing was so funny. It's like, oh. yeah, y'all know. Honestly, I had to go back and watch. It's so interesting watching this movie because this is a thing that we lived through. So I remember some of these interviews, especially the one mm-hmm. where he like stops it. Like, I think people started posting that interview, I want to say like a year or two ago for some reason, uh, before COVID, and it was like just how protective he was of them, and how he just would just shut down interviews and be like, nah, dog, they kids. I love that, man. I love it. That also recently went viral, like a video yeah, of him happened, doing like, that. This was very peripheral for me. The tenant, all, all sports are peripheral for me. Like, I don't have a connection to any. I remember when, when they hit the scene as doubles though like that's what i like so i don't even know how late in the olympics yeah yeah just on yeah or maybe maybe the road to the olympics or something you know but it's it was always it was very peripheral for me so like all of this stuff was so was all new and and i i couldn't believe it it was amazing yeah i mean i definitely remember when they were playing each other i remember it being like it was like the two best tennis players are black women you know yeah. it was so cool yeah um uh, i remember when, i remember when yeah. venus came out because i remember venus came out and people kept hyping up like oh man it's a little black girl and again i wasn't that's that's when i started to stop playing tennis and she had mm-hmm. lost that match and i thought she had won it because i remember the hype around her so much but then when we watched the movie i was like oh yeah I remember that woman she didn't cheat but it was like the woman kind of did her dirty to win that um and then it was like, oh, you thought it was one. There's another one. And then when Serena came out, it was like, oh, snap. Both of these little girls out here with the little beads. Right? Yeah. Like they always had the beads. I was like, Man. I looked that up. Apparently that tennis player who uh, left to go to the bathroom 
uh, was like known for doing that. Like she was like known for like, all right, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna get let you get tired. Then I'm gonna come. You know, I'm gonna let you get off your game, and then I'm gonna come out. Imagine she can live with herself, obviously, but you had to do that with a kid, fourteen year old kid. She was fourteen, and you were like, ah, oh. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Oh, that hurts so mm, much. Mm, mm. I mean, I will say this, man. Oh, sorry. Did we even set this movie up? Did we even set up? <laughs> no, we haven't set up anything. We just in it. No. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who <laughs> are listening for the first time, this voice that you hear right now that you're probably thinking when you listen to this voice, my God, I hope that dude has some kids because he sounds like he'd Wait, be a what? really good dad. Just <sighs> sounds like the voice of a a man who would be a really great father. That voice is Jonathan Braylock. Now the other voices. <laughs> uh, this voice is James the Third. I just jumped in. Great. You know, because you got to be, because if I learned yeah. anything from this movie, you got to attack. You know, you got to jump in. You know. This is, this is the voice of sadness. <laughs> and whose uh, name is attached to that voice? This is Gerard Milligan. Good job. Good job, son. We're a film review podcast. Okay. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today yeah. we are reviewing the 2021 film King Richard starring Will Smith. Is it, it Anjanu Ellis? Anjanu. Uh, yeah. I, oh, my goodness. Demi Singleton, who plays Serena, and then how do how you pronounce this li- young lady's name? Is, I just uh, closed it. Sania uh, Sydney. Uh, I think. Sure. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's Sania. I actually have Sania. That makes that probably that sounds more right. Oh yeah, Sania yeah. Sydney. Sania Sydney. Mm-hmm. She's playing She's one of the Obama daughters too now. I think. And, yeah, um, oh, I think so. Sense. She was really good in that show. Um, the passage. Oh, she was can, so can good I watch in that, that show. We we loved her. She was great, um, and she was really good in this. Great actress. Yeah. This film, of course, is about Richard Williams uh, raising his daughters, most specifically uh, Venus and Serena, uh, with his wife. What's her, what's the wife's name? Brandy. Yeah, yeah. This is a definitely an awards play. You know, we very much expect this to be nominated for. Uh, some Academy Awards. It better be. There are no Golden Globes this year. They're still happening. Right. They're, not sh- they're, they're happening, right. but they're not They're not doing them. a ceremony. They're yeah. not airing them. Got it. They're not right. doing a ceremony, but they're still giving out the awards. I think so. Yeah, I man, they ain't going yeah. nowhere. They even doing an international right. one from I what I they, read. I thought they canceled themselves. All right. Bruh. Anyway. You thought. <laughs> we thought. <laughs> no, they were like, we're not airing these anymore. Is all this. We're not airing them. Okay. Yeah. But well, then I even read that they may even have another... I read that like NBC was like, nah, but now there may be another network who's like, well, we'll do it. So yeah. fingers, we'll see. Listen, the budget of this film is $50 million. We're reviewing it before it comes out because, you know, <laughs> we insiders. So we were able to see it in advance. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this does at the box office because this will definitely be a, a box office play. Uh, you know, Will Smith is back. He hasn't won an Academy Award yet. He's trying to win one. Two-time... Um, Two times. He, he, he lost a black belt both times, right? Both times. It's a it's a weird fact. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Jamie and Forrest. I mean, those were some tough. Jamie, like yeah. Jamie was 
That was Jamie's time, man. I'm sorry. And I love, and I love. If Jamie um, was the Ali one. He wasn't ever going to win that. But no, no, J- Jamie wasn't the Ali one. Jamie, Jamie was, was okay. pursuit of happiness. That yeah. was tough. Which is tough. Was, which is tough. I hope he gets nominated for this. He better. I mean, unless unless Let's there's see, a flock of movies coming see? out, like he he earned like. I hope he gets that nomination. I, I would be surprised if he wasn't at least nominated for Same. this. It'd yeah. be like uh, I don't know if he's gonna win, but I I I would be very surprised if he wasn't nominated for it. To be honest, uh, this movie ha- currently has a ninety-one percent in Rotten Tomatoes, uh, no audience score because it uh, again we're reviewing it before it's out in theaters. Shall, shall we? Shall we start with our initial thoughts? Yeah, I'll go. Okay, <laughs> I loved it. I was I was tearing up the whole time, but I didn't know which part to crown because it was so good. You know what it was. I like that this movie was very encouraging. I like that um, Anjanu, the mom, had so much impact where, you know, even at a certain point, she's like, yo, she learned that swing for me, not you, but you're taking credit for it. And I thought that, like, there was just so much love. It was so much, like, outside of how they raised the kids, everybody felt like a team. And I feel like that is, you know, what I always envision a marriage. It's just like we're, we're on the same team. Everybody's, like, doing a very team thing. And also seeing what happened with those kids, because like that's a everything he did was a gamble. And I was like, bro, I don't know if I would have had the balls to do some of that stuff. Um, but he did. His kids trusted him, which I thought was great. Um, and again, it didn't show him without his faults. And I think it's very easy to have these movies where like the the dad is like just like, overcoming every issue, but his hubris was like his biggest downfall. And it's like, luckily enough for him, you know, he had a wife he actually listened to and then he had a kid. And then also everybody was telling him to calm the fuck down. And like, <laughs> I think when he finally did it, you know, it took, a lot of people wouldn't have. So I, I really enjoyed it. I'd watch it a hundred more times. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I I also just, I mean, I had a really great time watching this. I did not want to see it. I'll say I, I don't, you know, I was nervous about it. I was like, Oh man, is this going to be good? Mm. <laughs> like I was like, is Will going to, is, is Will going to be able to, you know, cause there's been some, you know, movies that I've been for awards, um, you know, that, that have been like concussion and oh, yeah. specifically I'm probably most thinking about like concussion uh, and then like maybe seven pounds a little bit. But it, and and it was just like, ooh, I really, I was wor- you know, a little worried. Like, oh, sometimes sometimes these performances are a little off from from Will. I thought he was incredible. I thought he did an ama- He was he was fantastic. I couldn't yeah. believe how how good how good he was. How good and Anjanu just really crushes it. You know, it really they they the movie takes time to to really make sure her story isn't forgotten in all this. Um, and, um, and I, and I generally like the way that they, that they balanced, um, the positivity with the, with the, with the flaws, uh, that, that Richard had, has, has, um, had, how do you talk about them (laughs) in this this capacity? (laughs) Um, but, um, you know, uh, uh, and I thought that the, 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 these little kids, these actors were so amazing. Um, apparently Sanaya is left-handed <laughs> and had yeah. to learn, had to learn tennis and 
I had to learn it with her non-dominant hand. Oh, wow. Like, that's amazing. I thought the director did did just a really great job. Um, there's like a couple little little things that we'll probably talk about as we as we as we get into it. Um, that that I did, didn't necessarily love, but um, but even knowing the outcome of this, you know, like knowing that they become they go on to be the greatest tennis player, you know, the greatest current living tennis players, you know. A lot of this specific story, like I think I said earlier, like I just didn't know. It was very peripheral to me. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't super familiar with the ins and outs of this. So like getting to learn this story was 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 really impactful and powerful to me. So I, I really had a great time. Yeah, man. I mean, look, th- this movie was beautiful. <sighs> um, I... First off the bat, want to say I think Anjanu deserves the Oscar. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen anything else yet, but I mean, her performance was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. She definitely deserves to be nominated. I would be surprised if she didn't. Might she? I think she could win for this Best Supporting Actor, Actress. I guess I I I liked Will a lot. I feel like. I feel like people, it's so hard because Will is such a presence. And I think whenever he's playing a character, it's really hard for us collectively mm-hmm. to like not see Will in it. But I think he did a really good job. Like, I think like, you know, he really worked on the mannerisms and the voice and like, uh, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like he, he, I feel like he did what he had to do for this film and it, and it was moving like the story is moving um it's very inspirational um you know all the girls are great uh the all you know all five daughters the the uh, uh i guess it's Sanaya who plays venus she was great um you know it, it it was focused on a particular part in their in their life you know i think it will be great to eventually see a movie that follows them as adults, but it doesn't need to be this movie. And this movie was trying to tell a very specific story about these parents believing in their daughters so, so much, you know, and, and it's like showing what it takes or what it took to get these child prodigies to be able to have the opportunity to have their like talent discovered. Because mm-hmm. I think, we live in this, like, you know, I mean, I'm sorry I'm saying this already in initial thoughts, but it's just like, Uh-oh. we live in a country where people think like, well, if you're the greatest, then that's it. Like, it, it, you know, you'll be the greatest no matter what. It doesn't, you know, like if you work hard and you, you know, it, like we live in a meritocracy and the, and the cream rises to the crop, blah, 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 blah. But I think one of the great things this movie shows is like so many ways in which, no, that doesn't have to be the case. And there are so many different points in time, especially for women and especially for even more, especially for black women where like you can be derailed and you could have an incredible, amazing talent and no one will ever see it because of all of the barriers and the blockades, you know, and all this stuff. So it's like, um, it's, it was nice to see. I, I think telling this story is worth it. Like, I, I know 
yeah anyway i i and i and i hope i i I feel like a lot of people will be moved by it and uh yeah man Uh, but yeah i'm excited to talk about let's talk about talk about king richard yeah yeah i don't remember how it started but just something that you said bray made me think about probably why i was so moved by will's performance is like there is a point where i'm not thinking about will anymore and i'm just like watching richard like i feel like i'm watching richard and my going into it i was like oh i felt like he was gonna willify like make it will you know <laughs> like because he can he does that sometimes you know like it's like and and I, and obviously as a producer he had a lot of say as a producer and the and playing the lead role he has a lot of say in sort of the rendering of stuff but i definitely felt like he like yeah like he it felt like he really dove in and be- and became him which which i thought was very impressive yeah, apparently the Serena sisters were heavily involved with this movie. Like, um, not saying that matters, but it was like it seems. No, I like, think it does. You know, I think it yeah, matters. Were, that matters as well. Yeah, yeah, they were like really in touch, really involved, which I think is great because I think it's also one of those things where um, he's still with us, right, um, Richard? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's also something different. Where like you can actually go up to the person, see how they act. I don't know if you guys remember, but there's so many interviews of his dad just like <laughs> just talking sideways about stuff. So it's like you had so much like footage to actually like take and 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 dissect and dissolve. And some of those like interviews that they put in this movie are like literally taken from what you used to see on Sports Center. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was like, damn man. And I think it's like you can't talk about. I mean, Serena's probably one of the greatest athletes who ever existed which they actually say at one point in this movie. And I wondered, I wondered if that was something he really said to his kids or is that because that's what happened? Like Venus became one of the greatest tennis players of all time. And Serena became one of the greatest athletes to ever exist. I, like, I wonder if he was like, if he knew or did I, they put it, that in there? To but. me, it feels like he did know. And he did say that. And that was in his plan. I think, I think he did. I think that yeah. was definitely in his plan. Right. Yeah. I mean, that I, re- is... I, re- I really think that that's something he said and was a part of his, his plan. And it's just wild that that has, that came to fruition. <laughs> like, know, it's, it's so crazy. It's something so that interesting. And like, it's something so interesting about this movie. It's like, yeah, I know we, we will be talking about Will and King Richard, but like as fascinating as he was, and I think Bray, you're onto something where it's like, yeah, I want to see the adult movie about Serena and Venus. But to me, they were the thing I cared most about in this movie because you saw the two of them, the two youngest ones, we saw how they were brought up. It was like five or six sisters living in one bedroom. Um, one was a valedictorian, one was a valedictorian, the other one was first in her class as well. And you had um, somebody who was studying to be a doctor, and you had two athletes. And to see the two of them stay friends, like I don't have siblings. Um, so it is something to see that like no matter what, like they were rocking with each other. Like even when Serena became jealous that she couldn't um she couldn't uh play tennis with the rich white dude, but then her mom still had her back. It was just something about like yeah them. Like I, I understood that the movie's called King Richard, but it was something about like Brandy, Venus, Serena. It was like they like the mom is out here like do, on the tennis court like how you think he got that where you think the curve yeah. came from on her serve the curve on her serve the, the balance that. of the movie was it was really it was amazing because I remember when the trailer came out when the trailer came out and I I think I immediately texted y'all like 
I can't believe yeah. the first movie about Venus and Serena is about their dad. Like I was just like, yeah. I don't, you know, and, but I didn't know. And you, and you were like, yeah, you, but you don't know who Richard is. Like Richard was the guy like that's yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and to now, and then to see this, how like so much of what was in the public eye actually just was Richard. It was not like they weren't even playing <laughs> for yeah. so much of that time. And like ESPN is like, is this dude all talk? You know, like there wasn't even <laughs> like for, yeah. for a time, it just was the Richard Williams show. Like, <laughs> like that's just what it was. Um, I mean, so this was, so, yeah. yeah, he built them up. I mean, not to, yeah. I mean, like I, the thing that I like, the thing that I like about it, <laughs> I, we're like, still haven't talked about the movie yet, but like the thing that I like about it is like, it shows how, at least to me, he was taking on that pressure for them. Right. He was, he made himself the story so much mm-hmm. that like, they didn't have to, it was like, the media focus was on this guy, which also allowed them to be built up because they're mm-hmm. like, is this guy's right? You know, mm-hmm. but like, it also, it's like criticism was coming to him. You, I don't know, but just like, there was a way in which I felt like he was almost like shielding them, you know, and yet, and at the same time, probably, you know, it was that ego thing. And I love that we get that scene where she kind of puts him in check. Very, very early on, we get like them, going to the the court like the public court because like where are we going we're going to the club you know yeah oh i know it Wasn't starts, the with, him. It starts him, with him yeah going to going around with the pamphlets mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 so he has this pan these his this pamphlets that he made which is <laughs> it also reminds me of my parents a little bit i mean like where my mom like i feel like uh, it's so beautiful to see parents who like put so much effort into you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. building up their child. Like he made these like pamphlets mm-hmm. for his daughters and he's like going around trying to get free coaching, you know? Yeah. While also it's people. a montage of him doing that while he's also um, going to like clubs and like getting like getting discarded balls, like balls that have landed in the trash or that like, you know. Oh, yeah. And he's like collecting them. You know, we don't know what for. Like at first I was like, is this his job? Like, is his, does he work at one of these places? And his job is like, is to like bring the balls, you know, collect the, like a caddy or whatever, you know? Um, Right. uh, And he's going around to so many people and he's like, he's basically saying he has the greatest tennis stars of all time. You know, like he's like, he's like, my girls are the greatest, you know, uh, and we just need you to train them. And he's trying to get people to do it for free. And we, uh, we learn in that first scene with the first guy who actually has like a bunch of lines uh, back and forth of what he's like, you know, no one's going to want to <laughs> take all these girls for free. Like you just don't do that. Like even if, and, and they're kind of like being a little, uh, a little, they're being racist. They're being like, you know, like yeah. you guys don't have any, you, you know, you're, you, they're essentially saying like you're black you don't have any money you haven't yeah. you didn't grow up with the game like we're not gonna yeah, take this chance we're gonna you. believe you like you know <laughs> uh that oh man I remember, like do you know what the chances are yeah yeah, yeah like, even people who play the violin with like with money you still don't become a uh, beautiful violinist it's one of the yo <sighs> man yeah one of the guy and, and one of the guys in this in this montage comes back he's like 
He's a he's a, a, a super rich dude who wears like colorful pants. And oh, he's yeah. like, those pants, those pants look expensive. You know, he's like, they are. All right, well, goodbye. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like out outside of tennis, I just think about the people. Some of the, I feel like I hear white people talk about like the outliers, like the 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 you know, the Serena's, the Michael Jordan's, the um, the the black people, the the few who become greater than and it's like yo do you understand with like what it took to get these people in these kind of situations because they don't have the same thing i was watching a show today and i feel like i've taken the burden because i don't want braylock to do it i'll be watching the reviews (laughs) of a certain show and some kids on this particular show and today for some reason i don't know why i got obsessed with researching every single one of these kids and I had to what know, is like, show? I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Braylock knows what show I'm talking about. You can't just do this Braylock whole thing about, about a specific show, show with no Braylock details. Knows what show I'm talking about. He can sense it. So I got so mad because I was like, the mediocrity that white people get to get away with and get in positions where, like, this black dad had to go pick up trash, had to technically try to convince or beg people to coach his, his daughters. And then when those things didn't work, him and his wife, who were already working night jobs, who already had three other kids still had to go above and beyond just to get in the same position that these white kids got from birth without having to do much. And the reason I'm breaking this up is because those kids that I was looking at today tried to do the very new thing, which is like, oh, we know we're very privileged. And I was like, that means nothing if you just keep benefiting off the privileged thing. And I researched their parents and I was like, your parents are so rich and famous. (laughs) This makes me so mad. I got so mad. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I was going, but it was like it was something. Every time I hear about black people like making it out, look what you've done! It's such an insult to me, and I could tell that's why he was insulted later on in the movie. It's oh like, man, what a great scene! It's like it's such uh, an insult. Mediocreness, yeah. man. Fucking mediocre. I mean, yeah, it was night. It's like so we like see this whole setup. We see him like he's collecting, he's collecting all these tennis balls. He knows the people at these clubs. He but they're not members of. They're practicing in. Uh, just a public court in yeah, Compton. Yeah, and they he called it the club, which yeah. I, I was like, oh, okay, all right. That you know, they're like, listen, that's where we're at. You know, it it, it gave it a sense of um, I don't know, like a sense of uh, it kind of puts it up on a prestige. on a pedestal a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah prestige about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was so scared for but, them, no man. <laughs> but yeah, like they're doing it. There's like, uh, <laughs> like literal gang members like hanging outside there thing he's there hitting on his eldest daughter because he has all his daughters with him that part was that part was so scary and so like because it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like what do you do like oh, man I, even it's if just you hit, like an impossible situation because they're never playing fair like he could he could easily not easily but he could have took on one of them but he has like right. the whole crew there yeah, and it's like oh, right. and gonna, we, see, we literally see that yeah yeah <laughs> and his kids are watching um they beat they they beat him up. They beat him to, they beat him up. And then when they get home, the, the, the girls immediately say, dad got beat up again. So we learned that this yeah, has been happening a bunch. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy. Ugh, I mean, and he tells a story, but I, I don't want to skip ahead, but I feel like it's so relevant. He tells a story about like how um, he's been like, hit on his whole life whether it's you know people in his neighborhood the, clan, the cops the, the clan 
the the people in the other neighborhoods. And it's like, it's something about that generation. Like, it, I was just talking to my girlfriend this morning. It's something about that struggle. Like, those people who suffer so much from segregation, Jim Crow loss, are still alive. Like, they're set, they're late 70s. They're late yeah. 70s. They're still here. They're still kicking. And they've seen so much of the world change. And it's like, I can't even imagine. I mean, of course, we know racism, but I can't imagine that particular world where, like, you cannot physically be in a room or sit in the same. Like, I can't sit next to somebody on the bus or the train and to hear him say that. And then to see the people who are abusing him most are just like these young black dudes in the neighborhood. Like, it's just a it was such a heart wrenching thing to see because I'm like, yo, how does this end? I had no clue how that was going to end. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. My God. And I was scared for the daughter. Oh, man. Oh, my God. All of them. Yeah. But he's like, they're also just, and he's just training Venus and Serena. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just so incredible to think about. Like, and then like when they get home, the moms go, it's so funny. We have this interaction where with the neighbor, the nosy neighbor, who's like, tell your dad to stop working you too hard. Mm-hmm. and he goes over and he's like stop like don't talk to my kids like i told you stop talking to them and in this interaction it is like because you don't really know anything like any backstory what's happening you're kind of like you're kind of like oh is he working them too hard yeah. which made me realize how easy it is you know for people to judge like other parents Especially when you don't, especially when like you're not doing anything. It's like she had a kid, but when we find out her daughter is literally on the streets, like is a drug addict on the streets, which yeah. is, makes it even more insane mm-hmm. that she's like criticizing. <laughs> That's how it be. <laughs> yeah, another... I mean, he's it, like he immediately is like, which corner is she on? And you're like, which is oh my which God. is so which is so so messed up. But also, you're like, yeah, I mean, dude. <laughs> how dare you like how dare you but again people do that i mean again like (laughs) what what happens one of the first things it's like oh that's when he ends up uh i think one of the early scenes just to get back is like when he takes his daughters and he's like we're gonna go play tennis at some like we say like a nice place today or something like that he just runs up on the rich um tennis coach who's training um well you said his name earlier right like the the, John McEnroe, the, the angry guy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, side note, it's so funny because I think it's Serena and like they, yo, it's so good because they have like little things like sprinkled out the movie. They have like Serena really kind of struggling with her serve, which is a real life thing. And then every now and then you see her get like really intense when she's playing. And um, it's so funny thing about John McEnroe because I remember if was it a couple years ago when Serena got pissed, when she got like mad because of something like the ref did, and people kept saying she was like a bad sport, this and that, this and that. And I remember people kept showing clips of um, McEnroe and be like, yo, this dude's whole career was like breaking tennis rackets and screaming at the refs. And like, that's right. who they hire in commercials. And then then ESPN, I forgot, J- Jamil Hill, she went even further and did like a montage of Tom Brady, like screaming at people like on the sidelines, at the coaches and at the thing. And it's like, no one talks about this. Like everyone's like, this black woman is like being all blah, blah, blah. But these white dudes are literally getting money off of this thing. McEnroe literally is in movies, is on commercials, just yelling at people because that is the thing he became yeah. famous for. And it's considered passion. He's the narrator of, of Never Have I Ever. Is he? Yeah. 
Wow. All right. Well, I, okay. I just thought about that the moment he popped up on screen and I was like, yeah, man, this dude used to just storm off all the time and like no one. Yeah, it was fine. Like, again, people complain, but it's like, it was fine. This was his career was. This is how we know him. Um, that was a very ballsy move by, by um, Mr. Williams, for sure. Also, he called, um, was Venus or Serena? Did he call one of them Junior? Yeah, he called Venus Junior. Venus. He called is that, Venus is Junior that a thing? several can times. You, is that, can... I didn't understand it. She is not a Junior. Oh, okay, she is okay. not an actual Junior. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, he called gotcha. her Junior. And gotcha, we, and, gotcha. and 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 the the movie does not tell us why. Give us why? you know they don't they don't give the backstory on where that came from or why. I thought that was cool. I just didn't know if that was a thing you could mm-hmm. you could. I don't know if it was a different way to, instead of naming like your 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 daughter James. Was it a way to do that but still have her be a junior if you know you didn't have a son? I was trying to figure out. If it was a... I don't think so because I think it is just literally just a way to to designate that that person is has the same name but is a different person <laughs> like i think yeah. that's the only mm. reason that you that you do that gotcha um, gotcha but yeah i mean it must have been like some kind of it was some kind of a term of endearment or something you know um for whatever reason though oh man it was so it was so interesting seeing that guy that i was confused on did we, will didn't like him because he was teaching his daughter's he was taking the power away because basically like the, the first rehearsal when um uh, venus yeah, was there I mean, what was his issue really it was the do- guy well, wasn't letting him speak is, is that what it was so so essentially i what i think what what i think it was really show it was just showing that like that like uh even though this very powerful tennis coach is is coaching venus for free Richard was still interjecting. I think that was the whole the, the mm-hmm. main point of, of that. But his his the thing he kept going back to was um was he wanted that open stance. That open you gotta keep the open stance. And he kept telling her to close to close the uh, your stance. Right. right. Like that and it's like it's typical to close your stance when you're doing a serve or or what have you. And mm-hmm. he kept wanting to force her to do to do it, force the, them to do it open, which was something that we learned later. Um Brandy came up with, you know. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it, it made them more agile to the front, like the front and backhand. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Right. That makes sense. Um, because I was so good. Yo, I will say this. When they started doing what was it, um uh tournaments or whatever, uh, and she was just winning nonstop, and it was like, oh, I thought they were gonna have her lose, but then she went to like 50 something, like 56 and 0 or something crazy. Yeah. Well, um, I was I was looking at it up and apparently it 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 was like that um that match that we end on where she loses was like her first loss or something like it's it wow. really is like that late and th- there was some interview where she's like asked like like was it difficult for you or like how does this compare to your other losses and she couldn't answer the question but only because <laughs> she hadn't she hadn't had another a loss before um uh, which is wild you know but also like when you also yeah. think that like she also didn't play for for 5 years or however long whatever that break was um as well so it's 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 both impressive that the first time she loses is actually to like, I guess the greatest. The I'm, I might be messing world. up my timeline. But no, it's she like was. It was the number like one. That. It was the number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
the number one tennis player of all time, you know? I mean, I think <laughs> not what, of all time, I mean, no, just at of the, that at, moment. At, at the yeah. moment, at the, at the moment. I mean, I think one of the coolest <laughs> things about this movie is that, I mean, again, I noticed it was a biopic, but just to see this black family who wasn't rich, you know, you know, again, they, they, they were struggling, but that wasn't the point. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the, their struggle to yeah. get things done wasn't the point, but you saw like how much they loved their kids and how much their kids loved them. And the thing is they still lived in the hood. And I thought that was so important because a, a lot of times you see these movies and s- someone's overcoming this and someone's overcoming that. And like those stories truly do exist, but like their yeah. biggest hardship was racism. <laughs> like a little bit. It was like, it was like, he was dealing no, with yeah, people. Who that was their biggest. You know? Their their biggest. Oh yeah. Hardship was <laughs> racism. Their it was biggest like, challenge to overcome was racism and racism. like not having any money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And this is the ni- um, people, people talk about racism. This was like the nineties. I think, as a matter of fact, ninety two. Yeah. Because they do they do um the Rodney King um which the show is- on the TV. Yeah. Yo. And they say, and it's funny they because they don't play that fully out, but we have uh the mom say. Well, at least they got it on camera this time. Yeah. Oh my! Which is dude. also oh. in the, the same. That same line is in um, Straight Outta Compton. They do, yes. the, they do the exact it's, same it, thing. Another show does it too. I feel like this is like the third time someone's referenced Rodney King and was like, "We finally got it on tape." And it's so crazy that we're talking about this movie that's supposed to take place in ninety ninety two. And I was at a bar with one of my friends, and we were talking about that bitch ass little white kid who was crying. Uh, what's his name? The one who shot two people went we to the bar and was like, I'm names, a cops. Yeah, that little trash dude. Um, and somebody <laughs> in the bar was like, who wasn't with us, was like, yeah, but we got him on tape. Um, it's not going to matter. And this person was not black. And they had so much hope. It was one of those things where like, the world, sorry, America has not changed enough that myself and my friend who was also a black male saw this white woman and knew everything in our heart thought that this was different. He didn't He didn't just kill black people. Like, it was on tape. We saw him leave with the gun. They got photos of him in the bar. His tears yeah. mean nothing. And I was like, yo, this means absolutely nothing. Like, this footage means nothing. I was like, those yeah. tears... It's like, we're, lo- we're... Thank goodness we have this 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 thing. I read a, t- I read a tweet thread. I read a tweet thread that, that was, like, describing... There was apparently some new footage that showed, like, that like basically fully discredited uh, Kyle's testimony. And, um, and at the end of this whole tweet thread, he was like, wow, I can't believe it. Like he's disproving this, it's disproving this, disproving this. All right. So I see his chances now as 50, 50. The tweet thread ended with, I guess now he's at 50, 50. <laughs> like, oh I mean, but God. that's so sad. Cause, Cause I think about like watching him watch that. And to think, like, again, generationally, these things continue to happen. And it's seeming like it's happening for every gen- every Black generation. We have to, like, suffer through one of these occurrences. And for every one time where it doesn't happen or we finally get, like, one conviction, there's so many other times that we don't. And even though that was just a footnote, the movie wasn't even about that. And they just dropped it in to be like, hey, don't forget about this. Like, the time stamp it and <laughs> yeah. moved on. I was like... <laughs> That's so real, man. Uh, man yeah. Uh. All right. Well, before yeah. we get to it, because I know we've started talking about him, uh, you know, the, the what's his name? The coach, uh, the president from uh, 
from um from um with the first coach from scandal yeah the first coach i know we were already talking about him um (laughs) but before this happens i just have to talk about the fact that you know we learned that that richard has this like night job he's a night security you know we see that he has a gun then then later on uh the base basically those dudes from uh the court from the from the tennis court run up on him again and and beat up beat him up for no reason yeah. they beat him up well, for no like <laughs> they just were agitating him and then the guy like the guy was like intentionally provoking him and then he said something like about his daughter about man. his daughter he said oh, we're right. train he said me and me and me and my guys are going to run a train run a on train and so then he and so then richard snapped and started beating that dude right with the tennis racket with the tennis racket and then the and then the other guys jumped on him and and, and they pulled the gun to his to his head they right and he could just ki- they are telling him to kill him they're like kill him now and he's like kill him now know, yeah the world nobody the world cares doesn't care him. nobody cares about you um and then we see richard stalk uh, this him. guy with then his gun. wait for him to cu- see he sees him in a in a convenience store uh we see him pull the gun out and he starts to walk across the street and then the a drive-by just comes in instantly kills the guy that he's about to kill and then, or about to shoot we don't know if he was shooting to kill him or what he what he was gonna do. yeah but th- i couldn't believe it i i couldn't believe it it was I wonder it that was, was real do you think that like it happened like that like that's so i would be i would be very surprised if it happened like that i i feel like it's you know what i mean it's it a pretty feels like, trans- but yeah well but it but it feels like it's like who knows if it happened that way but it feels like a story that richard told them you know what i, I mean? feel like i i i don't we should we could i don't know if we can look it up i don't know if there if it says it online but what feels real is that he was being harassed by a guy. It feels real that he is a security guard. He has a gun that he f- at least thought about yeah. killing this dude. Yeah, yeah. And it also feels real that one of the people who were a part of harassing them died by a gang-related shooting. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Like, like the ingredients, the tracks. ingredients feel yeah. real. <laughs> I don't know if it happened like in the in that in that order, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But all but it all like it's all like in the realm of possibility and I think to me one of the big things that moved that that was showing was just the reality of how easy it is to throw everything away because of the pressures that you're facing right Mm -hmm. these people are beating up on him they're threatening his life and it shows like why he wasn't really doing much before because it's like okay you finally let your pride and ego you know go like i'm i can't take this anymore i'm gonna do something back but then what happens like if he has shot that guy it's like at the end of the day like best case scenario you're going to jail you know what i mean worst case scenario you're you're dead you know, mm-hmm. like either way, th- his, the Venus and Serena could have been completely thrown off track, you know, and mm-hmm. who knows what would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it also shows me how easy it is for any one of them to ha- something have happened. You know, it's like, who knows? It, uh, it's just, yeah. uh, it's like, tra- it's like that, that kind of like when you're living in that, uh, 
I don't know. It, it's it's just one of those things where it's like it's who who knows kind of kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like I don't know. I, I was that it was a powerful scene. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, absolutely. I love that the new the new drug dealer liked him though. It was like the new dude was like, "I see y'all. We got y'all." You know what I'm saying? I was like, it was right. just a complete opposite <laughs> transition. Um, oh wait, well, I guess we're skipping around. But I, I do love. We kind of touched on it. I love when the rich scandal president brings um, the two, the two agents, and Will doesn't fuck with them immediately. Like from the break, he doesn't like these dudes. And he, this is when he says, um, "You took your hoods off, right?" Is this when he says it? Yeah, yeah, <sighs> boy. That oh, right. Man. Well, so just the setup. It was like. This guy convinces uh, Richard to get Venus and Serena, or to get Venus at least, into the juniors. And Venus yes. has been playing these juniors, and she's been winning. And I think at this point, I think at some point she was like sixty three and zero or something. Yeah, it was like something that. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's destroying. And they're like, okay, well, this the way that this works is now you're going to get an agent, uh, and the agents help you pay for the coaches and the training and the courts access to the clubs and blah, 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 blah. And he feels like this one guy was like, Oh yeah, it's so incredible what you've done. It's incredible. And he's like, why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying it's incredible? And he's like, well, what, what do you mean? I just, just with your resources and what, you know, and he's like, no, he's like, and they're like, no, I just think he's trying to... I, that, that was one of my other favorite parts was he's like... <laughs> he was like, I think what this guy's trying to say. And he's like, this is a grown man sitting across from me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He can tell you... You don't have to say what he's trying to say. He can tell me what he's trying to say. I asked the man a question. Let him say what he's trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dylan McDermott. And he's like... Richard, let's incredible. Let us take it from here. <laughs> and what's what what I found amazing about this, and he and he <laughs> continues to do this. Uh, Richard continued to do this throughout their early career. <laughs> is that he? Well, he farts. I I found the fart incredible, <laughs> but but, <laughs> but the Paul, Paul Cohen, the coach, has been coaching venus for free like there's he's not getting any money for this and something that seems to be an understanding at the beginning of this is that like all right i'm gonna coach these these kids and then for free and then they'll start doing this and the agents will help to get sponsors blah 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 and then some money will will come but the first nugget of potentially getting money richard completely squanders it because he feels like he's being disrespected by these people, you know, like, but Paul <laughs> has been doing this for free, this whole, like, dude, and, when you, when and get maybe him, Richard crazy. didn't have, maybe Richard never had the intention of, of, of them getting an agent at this stage, right? Seemingly, right? Because he didn't want money and things like that to come into play yet. He didn't want them to sort of be dealing with these pressures at that that age you know and so 
he was just using he was just using Paul for his <laughs> for his coaching ability, which I found, and the fact that he because they were so good was able to achieve that. I thought that was amazing. That yeah, was amazing. I, I thought it was I thought it was great too. But also, I thought it was the confidence and assuredness that he had to have. And also, again, to, to me, the most important part about this whole movie is relationship between Richard and Brandy. So even when um, President from Scandal came to the house and was like, uh, did he tell you this? Did he tell you this? She still rocked with him in, in public and was like, yep, this is what we're doing. But in the moment that dude left, he was like, are we not, are we not a team? You know what I mean? And I think that's so yes. important because I, again, like, I, like I'm like i not married, but like, that's what I envision. I envision like, this is it. Like, we're on the same team. Like, we gotta, we gotta check in to like, whatever the goal is, that's the thing. And it was so cool how she checked in on him. I was like, yo, don't make me have to respond. And I was like, ooh, and that I was like, ooh, boy. I was like, that's, don't yeah. make me have to do it. And I was like, <laughs> that was so real, man. And she checks him so many times throughout this movie. Then, like when Serena, like I think it might have been before this. Actually, it was the scene before this when um, uh, Serena, I mean Venus, wins, and then he like doesn't like that they're gloating, and he like tries to drop them right. off. <laughs> and he's like, "Go, go back and get my kids, don't you ever?" Yeah. And, then, and then later on, when they're in the house, he's like, "Don't, don't ever leave my kids," and he's like, "You're still on that?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, we're still on that." I mean, that's so real. <laughs> Don't well, you I love ever leave my kids. The <laughs> rendering of 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 Orsine is like is how, especially in these earlier scenes, until we get that big kind of like that big kitchen scene. In these earlier scenes, she like never has to explain herself, mm-hmm. right? Like she's like a lot of her. She's a lot of her comments and the way that she checks them. It's just like direct, it, like 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 you said, like like. You know, like, don't make me have to say something, you know, don't, don't. And that's it. It's not like a speech. It's not like, because you're doing right. da, 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 da. It's like, don't make me have to do. And then she walks away. <laughs> like, and then, and, 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 and even in that scene, you know, like, yeah, we're still on this. And then she walks away. She's like, very much like, this is how I feel. Very right. direct. And she doesn't need to, she doesn't mince words. She doesn't need to over-explain herself. It's very, like, she's very clear. And I thought that that was a part of her power. I thought that was, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of the... And I don't know if that's indicative of, you know, the conversations that they had with her or or what. But I thought that the way her portrayal of that was very strong to me. Yeah, I agree. It was beautiful. Um, Don't ever leave my kids. Also, I loved it, like, um, she kept training Serena and uh, I think it was Venus's last match. Um, oh, it sucks. It sucks. And I get why, why Richard was so mad, but like when the white dude starts cheating for his his daughter who's losing to Serena, he's like, I mean, to Venus, and he's like, it was out. And everybody knew it was in. Remember that? And Right. That was weird. It was out. And then the daughter was like, it's out. And then they all kind of had to like, you know, stomach it. But then the very next match, you realize that the whole time, the reason you see the whole family except for Serena, because Serena's playing matches too <laughs> and like dominating on people yeah. and the mom signed a rep for it. I was like, this is, I don't know, man. A, a cool mom is like, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I have a mama's boy, but like there's something about like a mom that just like rocks with you the whole time that just nah, feels so good, it. man. It's just, 
Please. The other thing to that, by the way, I loved the montage of seeing all of these chill, the juniors like yelling at themselves, like you suck. Oh, I, you suck. So yeah, they're like yelling yeah. at themselves. They're like angry. They're like throwing things. You see the parents being like, like, is that what you like? You know, like they're so mean. <laughs> yeah. And he's like looking at all this being like, yo, these parents are terrible they're mm-hmm. trash they're kids um and he just wanted to be the antithesis of that you know to big them up and his whole his whole thing when they're all playing is like like we're, we're gonna have fun let's have fun and he and he took that humble thing you know i think a, a step too far but i i did like the which I, that's the other thing about this movie like it, it, it allowed there to be layers like it was both like a good lesson he was trying to teach them of being like hey like don't talk bad about your opponents like everybody's out here trying their best you know what i mean like yeah you win you could be confident it's like you could have confidence and believe that you're the best without having to put other people down you know mm-hmm. uh that was like a beautiful thing and also but it was also like dude like let, let them celebrate and have fun like they can celebrate <laughs> that they won you know yeah yeah um oh man but yeah it, it was um what yeah. happens after that sorry though when, when they is this is this when he like pulls well her out? we move on to the next because he 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 pulls her out of juniors he doesn't want to do juniors he doesn't in the and he breaks up with this coach because he's like well this is the way that it has to be done and he's like well we're not doing it that way you know and that's controversial uh but then he calls the other dude he calls this other coach and this other coach comes out and he watches them play and he's like it's this, so crazy they, this we have the contract scene where he has a contract he's Yo. like here's my contract he's like great <laughs> here's our contract and he also keeps bringing up uh, just another another big coach, coach. Yeah. as if as if they have this other offer he just keeps right. bringing him up. Is it, the way he that. played this was amazing is it weird that i felt bad for that dude that coach because it was like yeah and he's like all right and then we all need a house it was like wait what he's like because we're all coming and then what? except for her because she's going to college and then we here's need the a, a rv to get there here's the thing you do feel you do like the the way that the movie makes it makes you do, feel bad for him and you kind of because that is how i think most people look at it but then when you think about the end game of this all oh, it's yeah, like true. this guy is so lucky you yeah, know what i mean sure. like yeah he is lucky to be working with and like somehow richard was able to make it so that they they knew their worth and they didn't have to be desperate even though they were in a place where it's like three million dollars you know when we get to that like any of this stuff feels life-changing just for them to have a free house yeah feels yeah. life-changing and yet they were still he was still able to be like no we like they're worth all of this you know what i mean because it's like, such a risk because we were watching it and i was like yo this is crazy such a risk because i'm like this dude because because you're right bro like this dude gets 10 percent off of all future earnings now, if 15, these kids, oh, it's 15, 15, 15, yeah. 15, yeah, 15. And like, if this dude is, if they're good, as he says, like, even right now, I'm like, how long does that last? Because Serena, <laughs> Serena is worth I mean, yeah. a lot of money. So like, this nigga still getting paid, which would make sense. Because it's like, yeah, I put your family up for five years. Um, y'all were eating for free. Your dad had a job driving. My, my man shows up. And it's like, yeah, this is my baby. And points to like his golf cart, his blue golf cart. And then later on, he's like, nah, man, that's yours. You just, I walk. I was like, this shit is crazy. 
But yeah, yeah it's very, very, it's very funny those those moments of like <laughs> those moments of where Richard is now in charge, I, I, like it, clearly, but at this man's tennis, <laughs> this yeah, other yes. this whole ass other dude's tennis academy. That's that stuff was wild. Yeah, be- and, and and yeah, like you feel you you only feel bad for him because he he's he's there's that degree of like knowing how much he's being worked like he like like, like he knows <laughs> yeah he knows he's just being worked like we know that this other dude's not calling and he and he even when they're there he brings he brings him up you know and you know sort of the same thing that that Richard did with Paul like the second he doesn't know that they're not going to do any more juniors until they drive across oh <laughs> until God, they dude. get to uh Florida or wherever it, it it was until they get there that's when we learn like oh yeah so so they're just going to sit in this house for three years, you know, three, four right. years. And and you're going to train them for free and you're going to feed them and you're going to do this. Feed me. That. Yeah. And you're going to feed me and you're going to give me a job at your... It's a long you know, time. <laughs> for them to not even generate any revenue. For any revenue, any revenue for, or even play or yeah. even like... And for you to really not have no... Outside of the practice, not really know... How when? good they're going to be, and it's tricky yeah. because the whole time, like Richard is just taking these interviews, like so he's always on TV, always talking shit. Um, so it was a <laughs> risk, man. It, it was a super risk, but it was interesting because, like, I do think Richard was right where um, he wanted the kids to be kids. I remember my uncle. I remember being so mad at my uncle because um, my uncle was very well off, and um, I remember I had a job at like twelve or thirteen, and he was like, "Yeah, hey, man, you got to get a job." Blah blah blah. It was like supportive of it. But then when it came down to his kids getting a job, he like bought them like a BMW before they had licenses and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, what, what? the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, well, I want my kid. I wanted my kids to be, I wanted my kids to not have to grow up until they had to grow up. And I was like, man, what the fuck? But then when I think about it, if roles were reversed and I had kids, I'm like, yeah, I want these kids to like, think about it. Every sport we do, whether you want to, whether it's acting, whether it's like dance, whether it's like football, whatever. It's always fun until you can be professional and make money, whether you can go to college for free, whether you're like trying to get in the Juilliard, whether you're trying to like, like then it, but then the love of it goes away until you succeed in it. But then even then it's more pressure. Right. So it's like, I get what yeah. he was trying to do. Um, but Gerard, like, don't buy someone a car before they have a license nigga, because then it's going to be not James. that year's model. James, but just BMW. wait. To- <laughs> BM- buy it was the same year. Buy it was the same year. Oh, they was getting a license that year? It was, okay, yeah, okay, so, okay, so it was okay. turning 16, got a BMW. <laughs> okay. uh, and I was like, man, what type of rich? But also, I was like, look at y'all, y'all black family who can do this. God bless. Um, I'm just hating. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm over here working at movie um, theaters. Uh, yeah. All of the, I loved John Bernthal in this. He, I thought he was great. That scene, that scene though, when uh, th- this felt the like... It, hmm? What's, which one? Why you, you I like don't like when y'all do this. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I really don't no, like I it. No, liked, uh, I liked uh, Shane. Shane. Shane from the oh, oh, Shane. That's, that's a character name, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Man, he was so good in that. He was. That was um, his first big thing, right? Like his. Yeah. They yeah. Said I mean, that's what I remember him. They yeah. said they didn't want. It's so funny to bring him up. They said the director didn't want to cast him because he didn't believe. That, the director believed that John. How you say it? Bernthal? Bernthal. Bernthal. I think it's Bernthal. Bernthal. Right? I think it's Punish. Oh my goodness. They <laughs> said Sorry, he was, they believed he was too tough of a man to play a character like that. 
Uh, I thought he did yeah, great. hilarious that they thought that that they just thought, you know what? He's not an actor. They said he, <laughs> they said he they said he he rolled up to the meeting wearing a hoodie, some sweatpants, high above his oh, so he changed. So they said he his reps told him that they didn't think he was right. So when he showed up, he showed up wearing an old sweatsuit, hoodie, um, sweatpants all the way up to his waist that was um, ripped. He had a pit, he had his pit bull, bam, bam, riding in the front seat. <laughs> he looked like Rick Maraki. Who is that? Um, he looked nothing like, he looked nothing like the character. Anyway, it's just interesting seeing like how people don't think you can actually act. I mean, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, Not I, it's, it is really insane. <laughs> it's really insane to be like, uh, oh, this great actor isn't going to be able to act this. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? And it, but it was not. But I will say it was it was nice to see him playing a part like this because it's so rare to see him play a part like this between Shane and 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 Punisher. And, mm-hmm. you know, like he's been he's you know, he's often just going through some shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so it was yeah. nice to see him play this, like, I, I you know, I, I, I'll I, train the girls. I'll do that. This, I'll do that. You know, like, his voice is like, so crazy. <laughs> like, we got burgers. I was like, yo, why? <laughs> don't eat that. That'll go straight to your thighs or whatever. Yeah. I was like, yo, this <laughs> and, is so and good. It was so funny. They had him every time he, Every time he would say not to eat something, he would take it and eat it himself. Oh, don't eat that. It's yeah. gonna they're the best goddamn fries. You're, like, yes. you? yes. You're giving me mixed signals with this. But also I just um, love how much he I will say this, the one thing I liked about that situation is I loved how like everyone generally cared about these kids all in different levels. Like, you know, Richard was super protective. Um uh Brandy was protective but wanted them to make decisions on their own. Um uh Rick cared about the kids also because he had invested in them so much but also at one point you realized the kids were going to him more than they would go to their own dad because it was like the dad was like so laser focused we're like yo rick talk to this man like help me like talk to him please um and it was so much autonomy that i love that when it came time for venus to decide what to do with nike three mil (sighs) boy bro and she she was like, they haven't seen me play. It feels they weird seen me play. It to feels do weird. this. They haven't seen me play. Right. And then even after even after she was losing, you know, even after she even after she fast forward, she loses, they're still like, they're like, oh, it's four million now. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, first they go and she's like she lost the first like four games of her first match, but then she wound up coming back and then winning that, uh, uh, winning this. I don't think she won those sets. Yeah, I don't, he, even, yeah, I don't know yeah. if she, he, she, she won yeah, those it, sets. Yeah, she won them. And, and, and so, and then it was like after that, they were like, okay, now they're upping it, you know? And they're like, yeah, we're going to hold off on that. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? She's going to play the number one player in the world tomorrow. She can't win. Yeah. You know? Um, but even that didn't matter. It was like win or lose. The fact that she held her own on that person and then, it, it, yeah, went up to yeah. whatever million, you know. It was like eight, it was like six or eight million. And it was crazy because that was yeah. before she even had that match. And then Crazy Pants came to Rick and was like, yo, man, even if she, like, what did he say? It doesn't even matter if she wins. 
Like, yeah, what you just said, Brady? No, like, she, she no he, said, like, he said if she wins, it'll be the biggest upset uh, in sports history. In sports history. I mean, it was um, something so disheartening seeing that lady, like, ice her, I guess what they call it. <sighs> um, I re- the thing right. is, I really remember her winning that match, but then I think I remember everyone cheering her. And yeah, and that that's when, and after, right after that, that's when, like, Every they're starting the sponsorships are now rolling in. There's like all kinds of people calling now, you know, and it's like, yeah, good thing they didn't friggin' sign for four million dollars with, right. <laughs> with Nike for Yeah, and I mean with the post credits we learned that she signed they signed with Reebok for twelve million. Yeah. <laughs> four <laughs> fourteen times yeah. the original 14. <laughs> or fifteen. Fourteen or fifteen. And then I think they said Serena went with her, but like Serena's Nike deal is crazy. I remember because Serena had like some off white stuff. Her current like, Nike deal? Her current, her current one is like, yeah. she even has like an Amazon production deal for like TV and movies. Um, yeah. Look, man, I, bruh, I, just seeing what they accomplished is. Wait, there's mad other scenes though that I want to. No, I just, sorry. I don't even know uh, just, how we got this far. Sorry. Yeah, no, but just a couple. Well, just because once we once you get to Florida, <laughs> it's we're kind of like on this train to. to but, but. Before, it's either between it's either between working with Cohen and and moving on to um, to Punisher, but um, when we we already get that we already get the thing from the neighbor being like you're working them too hard you're making them play in the rain blah blah blah. Then we see the scene where they actually play in the rain and the girls are like ready they like want to do it they want to learn like what the skill is like you know what are the different things you got to do and then when they come home the cops are at (laughs) the cops are at their house with child services child child service and when (laughs) they they go they go in on the cops like yeah you know we're trying to keep keep our kids off the street we're doing this this is that wrong you know but then (laughs) But then when Brandy goes, I'm going to go talk to her. My whole audience went, ooh. (laughs) 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 And she she walks across the street and she's like, oh, I've never been over here. That's a shame. Um, Don't make me come back. (laughs) Again, she is a woman of few. She don't need to say too much. uh, All she says is, she says, you of all people, to know how hard it is to raise a daughter. Um, I have five of them. <laughs> That's all she had to say. I have five of them. Don't make me come back over here. It was amazing. I thought Bro. that was incredible. Yo. Incredible. It, it, it was, it was, because also it was so real, man. Like, um, that point up here, I remember, um, my neighbors called the police or me when we were just like hanging in the living room, like not playing music, just like me and three friends just kind of chilling. And I remember the, the effect that has because it can go south if you're black it can go south so fast like they're already trying to get in your house they're already trying to look for stuff like i don't smoke or anything but like even though that's legal that's still like a thing so the fact that they had these kids in this house i'm not sure if they saw the bedroom where it was two bunk beds no it was a bunk bed and then two separate beds and like venus and serium slept on the same bed i'm like how could you do that to another black family who's like trying it was like they ain't yeah they were trying to like they weren't out here like beating kids. They were like, no, man, let's get in the house. We got shit to do. Like, yeah. Uh, and then the scene, and then the scene in the kitchen, the the kitchen scene where mm. so this is like after, so like 
we we already talked about how the girls would go to um what is what's uh John Berthold? Rick. 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 Yeah. Would go to Rick and and like ask Rick to talk to to Richard for them, you know, and like and and it actually works. Like Richard's like, you know what? You're not wrong. Like I'm going to say this once, you know, you're not wrong. So let's, we're going to sign her up for, for this tournament. But then after he sees that the, the last tennis star, the last really big tennis star that Rick coached is now like on drugs and like, and like, uh, and you know, and is very much on the news, like having, having a lot of difficulty, he decides on his own again, without talking to the, to the, to Venus or without talking to Brandy to pull her out of the, of the thing. And, um, and, uh, after Rick confronts them and, and everyone learns that, that he pulled them out, there's this amazing scene in the kitchen where Brandy's just like, (laughs) I, you know, I could have left you because of, and then right. we learn yeah. this, the we're kids. about an hour and 15 minutes into this movie. Well, he said, cause she, cause he says something like, where would like, you be? Well, don't stay, don't stay on my account. And she was like, you think I'm staying here for you? Yeah. Cause of you. <laughs> cause of you. If I was staying here, for, if I, w- if I was here for you, I would have left years ago. Yes. I'm here for and them. You know, let me tell you, my girls. I, I, this gave me, I've been standing with you, Troy, uh, it gave me callbacks to that from Princess. Oh, yeah. It was this this whole sequence was amazing. And I love that, like, we don't know about, we didn't know about these other kids. We didn't know about these infidelities. Yeah. We didn't know about any of this stuff. And the way it came out, I think, in the movie was a really nice touch for them to, like, yeah. to just hold on to this and for us to learn it through through this this fight. I thought that was a. I thought that was beautiful. Um, the only thing that, and this is, I said in my initial thoughts that there was like one thing about it that, like, the movie that like kind of threw me is I love the way that this comes out, but then after it's out there in the in the ether, it colors the rest of the movie in a different way, and then it and it makes it like like when we hear his speech of like I don't want you to feel, I don't want you to feel like I'm ever running away from you <laughs> while we know mm-hmm. that he's, he has ran, ran away from so other many kids. other yeah. kids. It's this like, and, and granted they are, you know, he, he was, was working to make these two the, the best in the world. It's just this, this complicated thing. It's not a problem with the movie necessarily, but it's a, it's this sort of complicated thing to kind of wrestle with <laughs> this reality that like he did this really great job of nurturing and taking care of this this family, you know, but while right. also like just fully abandoning, who knows? I mean, we can probably look this up, but you know, there's definitely a son, and there's then there's definitely just other kids, you know, mm-hmm. that he yeah. that he is abandoned, that he is running away from, that he is not taking care of in that in that way. Yeah, that that scene was. I mean. That's that Oscars. That's you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's the you that's show the scene. It. Yeah, that's the scene. That's the scene. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but um, God, that's the yeah. scene. Man, this movie <laughs> just was so beautiful, man. I, like, also, when she came out with her with the beads in her, the white beads, yes, and the braids, yeah. I was like, ah, 
My my audience claps. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool. It and was, you like he, so you kind of cool. hear them before you see them. Yeah. The way that it's because she's like yeah. a little bit in shadow, and we like hear the beads, and then she she walks through. Yeah. Speaking of how really we've not talked about her, she was so good this whole time. Like looking at this black girl is like first off, she is holding her own. Again, Will Smith is Will Smith was fantastic, mm -hmm. but to me, like Anjanu has been. Anjanu has been that actress that's been around doing great work for so long so it's wonderful she's finally starting yeah. to get her flowers and like this young actress has been like crushing in every scene with them like every scene even the scene at the very end which is so tough where like she lost but didn't know whether like but she but almost didn't know whether it was okay to cry because was that too soft like she was like it was just so much confusion and just seeing her be like, yo, I want to carry my bag. Like, it's just so much power I thought this 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 girl had throughout this whole movie. And I was like, but so much joy, so much fun. Still so childlike, which I think is very hard. I, yeah. Like, I, she is great. Like, you, you, we, she, 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 she will be like that next person we talk about all the time. Let me not mispronounce her name. Let me make sure I say it right real quick. Hold on. Let me go back to the IMDB. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sanaya is how we've been saying it. Yeah, Tania Sydney, yo, fire, and 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 just to, to that scene that you just mentioned, like, is something that I think is incredible about about Richard and Brandy's parenting because we we've we've seen we've seen the montage of all of the all of the other tennis parents and how they treat their kids and how their kids react after they lose, and I think Richard says something like. Um, you 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 held your own against the number one tennis player right now. You know, you held your own. You went toe to toe with her. If you can't be proud of yourself right now, you're never going to be proud of yourself. You know, and it was just like this yeah. amazing thing. It's like that's yeah, that's exactly what you say. You know, like you hold your head up high because you you really did hold your own against the number one tennis yeah, player. You're 14. At 14, <laughs> you know? Oh, that was so... God. And the thing is, he was amazing. like, you even had her shook or something like that. And I was like, it's true. She did have her shook. She did have her... Yeah, she had yeah. her, yes. had her literally walk to the bathroom. She yeah. she dominated. She... she the, the, the other player didn't score that whole first game. Didn't score. Like, you know what? She didn't. She, she didn't get a single point <laughs> the whole first game that she played. And, and you then, know what? And she didn't start getting points until she left. <laughs> and it's so funny because I think about it as like you know we talk about Venus, we talk about Serena. That other woman is just a footnote in how she cheated this little black girl to me. Like she will always just be a footnote and like because I'm like you could have you just took that L. Like we all take L's, man. Like it's just a thing that happens. Mm -hmm. But like the way she did it just felt so. Ugh, shiesty. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this movie. This movie, honestly, I think this movie was just great. I, I love the family aspect. I love, I just love the story. It just felt so good. It almost felt like um, I was watching Will and Pursuit of Happiness, but like not crying when he's in the bathroom because that movie. I just can't watch that movie again. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I had the same joy without having to be heartbroken like that. Uh, yeah, and just seeing all the seeing all the pictures of them later and like in their mm -hmm. yeah. championships and seeing all that it was just like ugh, you're just like yes <laughs> yeah it's so beautiful i mean you know what a beautiful family 
Um, and what an incredible, like, <laughs> American story, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. I don't have anything to add. Um, okay, great. You know, because um, I would normally, right, so like, it, what I would oh. typically do right now is, like, I'd probably try to insert Steel, the, the Shaquille O'Neal character Steel, mm -hmm. into... Like I would probably try to insert that into King Richard, but but this is why you would. this is based on a real uh, yes. event, so right. it wouldn't Not make sense book. for Steel to be there. Like it wouldn't make sense for it to be like they're there on the you know playing tennis on mm -hmm. the on the tennis court, and then for like say when they're like you know what you know maybe don't try tennis, why don't you try basketball? You know, and, and then be so racist. Say, say they're real. being really Super racist. racist. And then say yeah. we like after that, then we cut to them being trained by, you know, we see like a basketball bouncing and then we hear like, hey, so I'm going to be your coach. You know, like I would, you know, it wouldn't make sense for me to incorporate like a, like Shaq saying like, I'm going to be your coach, but he's not Shaquille O'Neal. He's steel, you know, mm -hmm. and then he's like about to the ball and he's like, I'm going to, you know, this is how you dribble. And then, you know, but, but I can't help you with the free throws because I don't know how to do that. Like, it wouldn't make sense for me to incorporate. So, so, we're, not, so we're not doing that, though. So we're just. No, because this is a biographical. Yeah. So uh, like, John it really happened. And that, so that didn't happen. Unless unless they have, unless there's record somewhere. No, no. I that, think John is ready to end unless this. Unless there's a record how that would there steal. Be, John, don't. Record. There might be. I mean, there is. Uh, they, of a fictional character. Uh, listen, King Richard was bigger than life. And you know maybe. What? Maybe how do we rate and review these movies? Steel, right? Like, how do we do this? Don't we like rate and review right. a certain kind of way or something? It's time for the cause. We rate and review Thank films you. not based on how much we like them, but whether or okay. not they help the cause of more leading black actors. No, yeah, in Hollywood. Okay. right. I yeah, yeah, you're right. So, if film fully helps the cause, we go to Black Fist. But someone helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with steel. Uh, on the count of three, we'll raise up our ratings. <laughs> three, two, one. That <laughs> means you can see it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's all black fists. Three black fists. Uh, I, I gave it I, two. Okay. We only can do James, one. We only can two. do one, James. James. I gave it two. That's not how we do it. He just explained the rules. He just explained the rules. All right. I mean, obviously, give it a black fist. I mean, because this movie's already, it's going to be up for awards. I think it already it should got be nominated already. for for stuff uh not the academy of course but uh, apparently let's see what it it was uh, it won chicago international film festival uh heartland international film festival all right we we have some new actresses on the scene i mean absolutely I'm we're gonna get to see more from them uh and this director also, this director should, also like should, I, I mean a bunch of these people should be nominated yeah yeah I I I haven't seen any of his uh, previous works, of which there is a lot. Oh, he did Top Boy. Ronaldo. He, he did. He did. Um, he did one movie I thought we were going to view that had um Kelvin in it. Um, uh, it was like a cop drama. Um, crap. I forgot what it was um, called. Right, but he but he directed Monsters or maybe yeah, Monsters and Men. Monsters and Men. That's it. Really Isn't good. he the guy who wrote that stand-up movie that I think we all auditioned for? Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I think he's. I think that's oh, him. Yeah. I feel like that's why I recognize his name. Oh. Um, anyway, great. we're not in it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like you know, he has a lot of you know he has stuff on the pipeline, and that's cool. And 
I'm I'm super excited about that. I think this was a really great uh, production. I think it's going to do a lot for especially young black, uh, young young black uh, female actors, right? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think black so. girls are going to really be inspired by this, yeah. which is great. No, he is not the person who wrote and directed that. That's another three-person name. That's a Rashid Ernesto Green. Rashid. Is his last name Green, though? His last name is Green, yes. Okay, that's all it was. All It started with an R and it ended with Green. Yeah, and it was so three, I'm, part, I'm it was three names. for names. It was three names. It was three <laughs> and names. three names. <laughs> all right, we'll cut no, all this out. James, you're not wrong, which is crazy. Green credits his filmmaker brother, Rashid Ernesto oh, Green, was making him a film career. So that's his brother. Okay. It's his brother. Okay, all right, never mind. Keep it all in. Wow. <laughs> These brothers are doing shit. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> wow. All right, small world, man. Small world. Um, damn, that's crazy. Uh, Wild. Great. This was fun. That was a good one. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like movies. Right. I like movies. I just don't think it would make sense for me to put steel in this, you know, because it wasn't act. But I do think that there's a world in which we James. could probably... Find Richard. All right, and ask him. You can follow us at Black Men (laughs) Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. Uh, We have links to merchandise. We have links to a uh, defunct Patreon where we have years worth of episodes. Um, We also, if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. This one is from uh, Kaviv. I think how you pronounce it. Mm. Uh, awesome podcast, Five Black Fists. Ooh, Well-rounded wow. podcast with different perspectives. It's always good when you haven't seen the movie and you don't mind the spoilers. Even movies that I haven't, that I've been hesitant to watch, I end up watching after listening to the episode for it. I have a Patreon comeback idea. Review of the black TV shows and sitcoms. I mean... Yeah, we talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, that makes total sense. That makes that that is what we would do. That makes total sense. Um, listen, hold on, wait. I'm gonna ask right now. I'm gonna ask right now. Are y'all gonna sign up? If y'all gonna <laughs> sign up, <laughs> if y'all gonna sign up, I'll do it. <laughs> if y'all, <laughs> how many people you we need can't to sign up? Though, James? Hours of additional podcasts. If y'all ain't gonna sign up, but if y'all gonna sign up. How many people we'll you need, it. James? How many people do you need to be like? Oh, I'm gonna need at least half of the people listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> half of the people All listening right. to this need to sign up. Well, thank you so much for listening. Oh, uh, man. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Pew, <coughs> pew,